Hello everyone and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Bodies, Season 1 maybe? Or maybe Season Only? Episode 1, You're Dead Already. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Bodies for the first time, even though it's been out on Netflix for a bit now. I'm doing so and covering it via podcast with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Kurt, you will honor our arrangement or suffer the consequence. I mean, I, I, in essence, did what you wanted me to do. Okay. Elaborate. Well, you wanted me to dispose of a body. It's under a police investigation. <laughs> so I, I kind of have done what you wanted me to do. You did that. That was you. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll keep that in mind, Kurt. Kurt, as per tradition on Showhoppers, we have to guess each other's ratings on a scale from 1 to 10. Let's do it. Rating. You are a man who loves your pilots. I love pilots. You are, you are a pilot guy. If you were a vigilante, you would call yourself pilot guy. Or airplane driver. <laughs> or static man. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Well, I, I, this is all sarcasm, of course. Uh, folks, Kurt is not a man who likes his pilots. Uh, it's on a rare occasion. He loves a good pilot. He has loved some pilots. I think a lot of the recent pilots I've liked. Yeah, a lot. you loved the old man pilot. You loved the. Um, I think you loved the shrinking pilot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but and the Watchman pilot, you liked that one a lot too. So, um, yeah, I, th I think you, you've come around on pilots, but I don't think this one's going to. I don't think this one got you where you you would normally want to get for to be a, to be a great pilot. So, taking the pilot discount into account here <laughs> yeah the, uh this is uh, would you rather me call it pilot bias no no it's not a bias okay. it's the truth <laughs> okay so I'm taking the pilot discount into account here the ceiling is a nine on this episode but i don't think you're there either uh i think uh, i i think that you liked the concept but you already kind of knew the concept from the trailer um, I think you would have liked to have seen more of the 2053 stuff. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with that. I'm going to say you gave it an 8 out of 10. All right. And you, there's not a lot of, you, you're a big character person. You like that more than plot. I wouldn't say there's a whole lot with the characters. So for the most part, it's 2023, 1890, 1941. We do get something with each of those characters, but it's not too deep. So I, you definitely didn't give it a 10. That That's for sure. Did you give it a 9 or an 8 is where, where it lands? Mm, I think you, you like the concept. You like the cinematography. You like what they're doing. But they did nothing to really wow you either. So you gave it an 8. Okay. Kurt, you got me. And almost for those exact reasons. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I am a guy who is more interested in character development than plot. This, I felt, was just mostly plot. Uh, and the, the character, I mean, each character does kind of have their own little thing that they're dealing with in their personal life, which is hopefully going to be interesting, but it's not interesting yet, right? Uh, uh, you've got uh, the, the, I'm going to get the names wrong for a while here, folks, but I'm, I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it. Uh, Hillinghead uh, in 1890, who... This possibly closeted, maybe 
mm-hmm. so there, there's that, that that could come up later. You've got uh, Whiteman, who in 1941, who is Jewish at a time where it seems like it's uh, at, at war, possibly dangerous or at least inconvenient to be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> inconvenient. So, uh, so, so there's that. That could uh, play more of a role later. Although his primary antagonist is dead now, so I'm not sure how that's going to really play out from this point. Um, you've got Hassan, who is Muslim at a time where it's probably dangerous, but at least inconvenient to be Muslim uh, in, a, in a place and a profession uh, where that... So there are a lot of parallels there between Whiteman and Hassan, I think. Um, and then we don't know anything, like really the- anything yeah. about uh, this this future. What's her name? I've written at the end. Yeah, me too. Uh, Maplewood. Uh, Maplewood. 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 We don't really know anything about that character other than there's there's a uh, no hair where you would expect hair to be. So <laughs> that's that's what we know about Maplewood. Uh, so yeah, so not enough character development for me to really love this episode. Uh, and I think the biggest reason I give this an eight and not higher is what I said for you is I don't, I feel like I knew pretty much all of this from the trailer and the trailer is less than a minute long. So (laughs) at least the trailer I saw, I think there was maybe a longer one released later, but like the teaser trailer really told you pretty much everything you needed to know about this series and and the first episode of it so yeah that's where i'm at it's it it was fine i I, i'm happy to watch more but i am i'm not fully on board yet and i'm I'm on the same boat i also gave it an eight hey i watched this episode without doing show hoppers i would probably watch at least one more episode yeah it's Basically, what we see in the trailer, we get here. So that's a big reason why it's an eight. I debated giving it a seven, but I, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here that can happen. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There, there's kind of four divided storylines because sure. of the fact, you know, we have four different times. We only see yep. the future at the very end. So I'm going to discount that. So really, right. throughout the whole story, we have three or the whole yep. episode, we have three storylines. Yep. They're all kind of surface level. We'll see if you get more in depth. What kind of right. concerns me is when we get. Are we just going to have three segmented stories that aren't really connected? That could happen. I think they're going to try to tie them together. Similar to Lost in the flashbacks. How well are they going to do that? I don't know. So there's a lot of like question marks as to how they're going to pull it all together for the series, which could be really good. Before this episode, it's a lot of what's in the trailers. And there are, you you pointed out some interesting stuff. Like with Hillinghead, a white man seems to be a bit of a crooked cop as well. So that's perhaps interesting. Hillinghead yeah. does? Uh, no, white man. Oh, um, white oh, white man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, not Hillinghead if I said that. No, you said you yeah. said white man. Yeah, I, I oh, was okay. just, I, was, I thought you were talking about Hillinghead as a white man. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what a last name as well, white man. <laughs> well, so uh, just just a bit about this, his last name here. Because mm-hmm. uh, the, the other guy, uh, Farrell, keeps it. calling him Weissman. So Weissman would be white man translated to white man. So ah, the German coming out. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it it is German, but uh, that's I mean, if it's a Jewish name, it's not necessarily a, a German name. It could be a German yeah. Jewish name. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Weissman is. So is and is Farrell a German origin name, or is that like? I don't think so. Basically, does this have any German descent as to why he's well? In either case, 
and I'll note something about that storyline too, which is um, obviously, you know, he's being um, persecuted. He's anti-Semitic behavior towards him from Pharrell. But what I find comical about that is normally in like a typical story schema when that happens, mm-hmm. Pharrell's wrong, right? He's pointing out this person looks suspicious to me because they're Jewish. Yeah. So there, there's something morally corrupt with this person and his reasoning yeah. is wrong, but he is kind of right in terms of white man is crooked and he almost did catch him in yeah. the act. So that, that yep. is an interesting twisted story schema. I like to see that. Um, I think there's another example. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I will mention it, but yeah, yeah I'm sure when we get there, I'm sure it'll come to you, but I gave it an eight. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, so I understand what you're saying about the connectivity. So one of the reasons why I wanted to cover the series is because it looked to me a lot like one of my favorite books and movies, which is called Cloud Atlas. Uh, the book is by David Mitchell. Um, Cloud Atlas, the movie stars Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, uh, Hugh Grant's in it, uh, lots of big actors in it. Uh, really great movie, but it's it takes place over lots of different time periods, too. And there is a connective tissue between the two time or the, not the two, the multiple time periods, um, not dimensions, not multiple dimensions. They're talking about the same universe, but different times. Um, and so I, I thought this looked like it might go down that road. A bit of connective tissue you could find. Uh, you see Hillinghead's picture in the bar where Hassan is having a drink, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's there is one scene in the the corner. Where I think it was it was Hassan and Hillinghead were both in the corner, like having similar discussions, like about you know no exit wound and so forth. Um, and then there is also uh, I I don't know if you noticed it. I'm sure you noticed the reflection in the plate that Hillinghead. Uh, what's the guy's name? The photographer. Whatever. Henry. Anyway, it's a, it's Henry. thank you. All right, you've done the names better than me. This is not. <laughs> it's not supposed to be this way. Anyway, so um, yeah, Henry's plate has the has the reflection of a guy, a gentleman, uh, that in one of his photos. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. I, well, okay. I didn't pin the reflection to be any one person, but uh, it's the guy who's projected on the wall with maple. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, at the very end. Yeah, same guy. I and I only know that because that's Stephen Graham. He's like the biggest known actor. The most known actor in this series is Stephen Graham. At least to me, he's he's the one I know the best. So maybe I'm wrong about that, but uh, certainly if I am wrong about that, email us. Let us know. Showhopperspodcast at gmail dot com. But anyway, Stephen Graham is is a pretty big actor, and that's so why I recognized him in the photo, and then I recognized him on the wall. So there is some connective tissue, uh, and I am hoping that that becomes more pronounced as we get deeper into this. And the thing with the connective tissue is I want it to be more than what it has been. Now, obviously, this is episode Me one, too. So, like, yeah. whatever. That's fine. But this is this is the extent where just all clues are going across the mm-hmm. timeline. Yeah. And, you know. And it, are they ever going to be able to talk? I, how, like, this series doesn't strike me as one that has, like, supernatural stuff going on. But it must in some way if we have this it must, crime yeah. across, you know, time. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I yeah. I'm I'm there's there's a lot of ways you can go with this. I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. I think it could be a really cool story. We'll see. Yep, yep. And I should I guess probably I I didn't even mention the the most connective tissue, which is the one oh the line the most, they were saying yes yeah, yeah the most interesting, which is uh, know you are loved, right? Uh, yeah. So is that the one you're talking about? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. So because the, the person on the phone says that to Whiteman when she's giving him instructions about the body and about uh, honoring his, uh, his arrangement and so forth. Uh, but then uh, Syed says it to Hassan right before he shoots himself. So it, it, there, there is something. It seems like there is some organization that kind of knows what's going on, at least, and is kind of pulling strings here. Because Syed even says, you know, I was sent to bring you to that body like you were supposed to find it and, and healing so heads um mortician or the person that does the autopsy yep. oh yeah seems yeah. to allude to the fact that you know this is something bigger yep yeah exactly so uh, uh there's there's definitely the potential for some interesting stuff there i just i want to see more of that mm-hmm. no so. i agree so the, uh, this uh, felt very set up again you know I, yeah. I saw all this from the trailer which is Yep. All right, it's a pilot. It gets a discount, apparently. That's what we yep. want to call it. Yep, exactly. <sighs> All right. Well, Kurt, I think we should take a guess at each other's favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. All right, Kurt, I think that your favorite scene... Uh, because it did kind of offer the most connective tissue between the stories was when uh, Hassan and Saeed meet up at the mall and Saeed, you know, says all of what we already just talked about, that she was meant to see the body. He was meant to bring her there. Everything that happened is what they said would happen and know you are loved. Boom. So that, that I think is your favorite scene. You're not a very plot driven guy. So something that's got to be character-oriented. If it was plot-driven, maybe you said the final scene. I don't think you said the final scene. However, you are a victim of recency bias, so it wouldn't surprise me. I think you went with... Oh, man. I'm not, by the way. <laughs> I think you went with... Um, just because this kind of changes Hillinghead's character. Hill- Hillinghead seems like really on the, the straight and narrow. You know, a, a law man. Um... Falls a lot to T. We see him punish his own officer for being too rough on the photographer. So when Detective or Inspector Hillinghead arrests Henry, he goes to well, first he goes to his place, looks at his photos, and then eventually arrests him for gross indecency. Because I kind of got the same vibe too that perhaps he's closeted and that would be interesting for yeah. his character. So there you go. That's that's what I'll guess for you. All right. Well, that I mean that does that makes some sense. There's maybe some character development there, although we haven't really seen it yet. So I did not make yeah. that scene. Ah, it was worth a shot. Yeah. And you, you, you did not give me right. right. No, you did not. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Really? We're, we we are over two. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I love hard. Yeah. Right. There's there's a lot of scenes in this episode, and there's like I feel not very. Now maybe you're wrong, and you picked a scene that you felt was very clearly best of favorite scenes or there nope. was a, an upper echelon <laughs> i did not feel like there was an upper echelon of scenes here so i was like yeah like i don't know which one to pick i'll tell you which one i picked now i picked uh the 1890 spliced with the 2020 that's autopsy. what i picked too you did- <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> well you know maybe there's a clear favorite best scene and, <laughs> maybe. I mean, the, biggest, the biggest reason i picked this was bad this is super cool if they do this like throughout the series. It is, yes. This isn't as cool. Well, it's cool still. We I picked it as my favorite scene, and so did you. I don't want to just see them do. I, well, even if they do just do it like this, this is cool. It basically, oh, yeah. I mean, it's I said story schema earlier, right? 
Yep. It's a typical yes. thing in series like this, like a murder mystery or, you know, whatever. They bring a body to the morgue and we start getting the information about, oh, what, what do they surmise from, you know, the corpse. Rather than just showing us it, though, in one time, they showed it to us in two times to make it a little yes. more, like, interesting. And it's funner to, to digest. So, really, I, you know, so when they run into, I guess, areas or, like, just story things where they're just very specific and even if they're not or not specific where they're just very like trotting the path right it's nothing that mm-hmm. amazing this is a great way to spice it up and maybe they'll just do it, it for even more interesting stuff but i i don't yeah. know i thought it was really interesting and i liked it and i'm glad you yeah. liked it as well because that I just did. proves that it is probably the best scene in the episode yeah, I mean, you want to see the characters going through similar things and reacting in similar ways. You know, I, I guess we probably buried the lead here that the most connective tissue is the body itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <true>. So, <laughs> and, and the explosion of the, of the lamps. So like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's the most connective tissue. But the, the, that notwithstanding, because that you can get from the trailer. Like the other stuff is, is where there's connection. And this is, I think, a really good way to show it, right? Hillinghead doesn't think that the body was killed there. There was no blood. And he, he fingerprints them. And I wondered if these fingerprints are going to be coming up later. Because we didn't see uh, Whiteman or Hassan fingerprint the guy yet. Uh-huh. So you, one wonders if those fingerprints are going to... Oh, no, wait a minute. I guess they did say here in this autopsy scene that there was no DNA, dental records, or prints in their database. So that is interesting. So apparently those prints that Helling had made never make it to the database. Probably tosses them away in the trash. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But anyway, there's also no bill cases in either case. There's no... Uh, exit wound in either case and Hillinghead wonders about the tattoo could it be runic is it a, some sort of magical rune right <laughs> Hassan wonders about that tattoo as well but also about the scar on the head and Hillinghead in the corner whose name is Ladbroke which is very difficult for me to say by the way because <laughs> I keep trying to I keep saying like Labdoke or something anyway it's, it's Ladbroke uh, notice that the bullet is not in the head. This is pretty gruesome, by the way. It is. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> when he chops the head and just opens yeah. it nonchalantly, I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, not my line of work. Yeah, no, not mine either. So, anyway, so that that, that was uh, my favorite scene as well. So, there we go. That's exciting. I'm glad. Yeah, it is kind of. All right. Well, Kurt, I guess it's time to play a game. <laughs> Who said it? Okay, okay, Kurt, here we go. I've got three quotes for you. Your task, your, your uh, our arrangement is that you need to tell me <laughs> who's who said it. Okay? I, I'm I'm operating under the assumption you've picked one from each of our three main timeline. Three wow. timelines for this episode. Wow. So we'll see if that's true. Okay, your first quote. This isn't me. What? <laughs> what? This is this is the first episode. I barely We're even know these characters. Starting out with a banger. This, this is... isn't me. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? No one in 1890 is saying that. I'll guarantee you that. Oh, oh, hold on a second. If you really, if you want, we can come back to that one. Let's come back to that one. Oh, because if well. you if you feel like I'm going to narrow it down for you that way, 
And we'll come yeah, back to that one. Okay, let's come back to that one. Okay, sounds good. Your second quote. Please be easier. <laughs> <laughs> is that the easiest one? <laughs> uh, no, that is not the easiest one. Okay, good. All right. That's why we pay you so well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought this would be the easiest one. <laughs> Im- immediately, my head goes to white men. But then... Ah, it's either white man or it's to Hassan. Hassan definitely doesn't say it, so it might be like barber or someone to Hassan. Or, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna go with white man says it um, to Inspector Pharrell. Mm, sorry, Kurt. No, <laughs> it, it, it said two white men on the phone by oh, the mystery person is. Mystery person. Yeah, he's okay. he's very concerned. He's, he's, he said, you know, this is risky. You're right. Yeah. You want me to transport a body? Uh, I have eyes on me. And she says, that's why we pay you so well. Know you are loved. Yeah. Jeez. You were hoping I would give you "Know You Are Loved" as a quote, weren't you? I'm not going to do I that. I was. I was. <laughs> Sorry. I credit. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> No, so yeah. So anyway, that's a 1941 yeah, quote, though. Like, that I'll is a 1941 my, quote. In so. my in my canon, I have a point, but I understand in the game, I do not have a point. <laughs> that's right. So uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so in this scene, Detective Whiteman is late to work, and there may be a rat in the department, apparently feeding info to the racketeers, and Farrell thinks it's him. <laughs> And with he's apparently right because <laughs> with dubious reasoning, with very anti-Semitic reasoning, <laughs> but uh, but apparently he is correct because almost immediately after that meeting, Whiteman gets a call from a mysterious person that he needs to move a body. That's risky, of course, because there are eyes on him, and that's why they pay him so well. So he is getting something on the side here. Now we don't know if he's tipping off. The racketeers. This is something that doesn't seem to have much to do, or anything to do with racketeering. Well, maybe it does. I don't know. I have no idea where, where these tendrils go. I don't either. But as he is on the phone, the lights blow just like they did uh, for Hassan in 2023. And that night, in the rain, he finds the same body as Hassan. So that that is... I mean, you you got you you were like kind of half right. It was the, said two white men. He's the last thing I'll say about Inspector Farrell and his anti-Semitic ways. It is very similar to doing all the wrong work, whether it be chemistry or math, math <laughs> and chemistry. Doing all the wrong work, but you you somehow get the right answer in the end. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's what it, that's what it's like. Yes. All right, Kurt, I'll give you the choice. Do you want to go back to This Isn't Me, or do you want me to give you the third quote? Give me the third choice, because now okay. we know it's not 1941 for a fact. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, let's hope that I, I held, held to that standard. Okay, uh, your second quote is, the law is the law. Oh, that sounds like a hilling. <laughs> if, <I've ever, laughs> if I've ever heard. Inspector <laughs> Hillinghead once. This is a Hillinghead thing to say. The law is the law. Trust in the law. Trust in the law. Bass Reeves. That's a Bass different Reeves. series. That and is Watchmen. Watchmen for us. But I think aren't they actually releasing? Like, there is there. Yes, in fact, it may be out when we drop this. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, Bass uh, Lawman Bass Reeves is coming out on Paramount Plus, or is maybe it's already out. So Hillinghead has to say this. Trust in the law. No, I think he doesn't say. I didn't say trust. Sorry, in the law. I'm sorry. The, I law, got bad to me. the law is the law. The law is the law. Okay, Hillinghead says it to Henry. 
He does not say it to Henry. Ah. Just, <laughs> it is Healing Head, but he says it to the boy's mother right in the very first scene that we see Healing Head. Oh, he's there right. arresting a boy, and you know she said, "You know we were hungry," and, and she, yeah, yeah, he says, yeah. "Well, the law is the law." Trust in the law, not Healing Head, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, they arrest this kid. They do eventually, you know, after the lights blow, Hillinghead does allow the mother to ride in the station, ride the station with her son. How, how benevolent! But then he and uh, I guess a constable, maybe a constable, which is the big, big triplets did it anyway. Only murders so, in the building. Yes. Uh, Hillinghead and, and Byrne get summoned away to Long Harvest Lane, a very familiar place because we've already. Seen Long Harvest Lane twice. Hassan showed us, or I'm sorry, the body showed up for Hassan in Long Harvest Lane. The body showed up for Whiteman in Long Harvest Lane. And now the body's showing up for Hillinghead in White Harvest Lane. Police have taken Henry Ash's camera. And Hillinghead dismisses everyone and gives Henry his camera back. But the plates are police evidence. He'll be by to collect them when they are ready. So I felt this way when I was watching the series and did my notes. I think you did similarly, which is, I, instead of doing it per scene, I did it per time jump. Uh-huh. Is that what you did? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah we'll, exactly we'll right. Stick with that. We'll stick with that as the consistency. Ex- All right. Exactly. So I'm almost hoping they don't splice back and forth, because that one was hard. <laughs> no, I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so no, I, I did it per time jump. Exactly right. Okay. All right. Okay. So you are, I mean, I don't know, I guess one for two because you've gotten half a point each time. So, In my so, canon, I'm two for two, but I understand. So the last one is in 2023, but what's the line? I think you mean the first one. The line is, <laughs> this isn't me. This isn't me. Jeez. Okay. I'm going to go with Saeed. It was, or Syed. Was it Syed? Uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's spelled differently than Saeed and Lost, so I'm going to say it differently. <laughs> I didn't write it down. So don't, no, um, it's S A Y E D. I only know because A-A-Y-E-D. I had the subtitles okay. on. Sayed. Well, I think he said it to um, Hassan when they're speaking uh, by the ice cream place before he shoots himself. No, actually, no, 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 no. I take that back. He says it to her initially when he has her at gunpoint when they first talk like after their pursuit oh you got it good (laughs) that's a good one but another half a point disaster it would have been but no i'll give you full credit for that one yes Yes, good job it is saeed saying it to i'm I'm gonna say saeed i think they said saeed i'm pretty sure but anyway uh it is saeed talking to hassan you know i'm kind of imploring her to believe him when he says that he did not kill this person and this you know, hold up at gunpoint isn't really who he is. So uh, that is that is when it happens, right in that first Hassan set of scenes. And we see, we first, sorry, go ahead. Did you pick all the quotes from the first three scenes? Yep. yep. <laughs> I did. <laughs> One from each of the first three. That's right, baby. <laughs> Luck that easy. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> and you still only got two or one full plus two halves right there's a lot of listen i i'm gonna think over the span of over like a hundred years <laughs> 150 kind of that like this is there's a lot of variance we're going from which i'll mention later jack the ripper times yep to i don't even understand that future <laughs> that's true I have projections on walls i mean we can't even do that yet 
I, I, billboards <laughs> were going the wrong direction for projection advertisements on walls. That's all I'm saying. We've gone the wrong way. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. So, uh, yes, this is from the uh, Hassan's first set of scenes here. We see Hassan running and uh, she gives her dad a birthday present. She tells her kid not to come crawling into her bed. Which this struggle is real, by the way. I, I can say really? that as as a, as a parent. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Well, can I ask why your kids want to sleep in your bed? Well, not not anymore. My kids are older now that they, oh oh it's that they phase. don't want to. I got you. It is a phase where they just like won't sleep. they 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 sleep all through the night and then all of a sudden they're waking up every night to come crawl into bed with you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, um, I bet I thought it was like. My cap will sit where I just sat because my body heat is there. And I didn't know if it was a similar thing, but no, it's not. I mean, it's a, maybe it's, a fear factor. <laughs> it's most likely the fear factor. Yes. <laughs> not, not the, not the heat that you've left there. Anyway, sorry, I don't think continue. so. I don't think so. Fourth anyway, she, fun. she's off to work, even though it was supposed to be her day off. They're regulating some sort of. It looks like a protest or a rally of some kind. Mm-hmm. They call it the far right. That's all. We know about it, but it does seem like it's kind of dangerous for her to be there. Did you feel, did you get that impression? Yeah, no, well, definitely. Well, not even with her being not white being yeah. there. Uh, it, it, it already seemed like tensions were very high. Right. Yes. Yes, I agree. But I do think that the fact that she's not white is also putting her in I think more it's also danger. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, inconvenient, <laughs> yeah, inconvenient at least, if not dangerous. So, all right. <laughs> uh, anyway, she notices Said and wants to search him, uh, but she gets denied by her superior. Uh, but then the lights blow. There's no radio. She can't radio them. Said shows his gun, so she chases him. She chases him all the way to Long Harvest Lane East, where she finds this body. Which I guess we should say a bit about the body here, right? It's got mm-hmm. uh, there's clearly like a missing eye, as though it's the the guy has been shot through the eye, except that there's no exit wound and no blood. So weird. There's a gash across the head. The body's in the same position in all four timelines. The um, and there's this tattoo on his I think left wrist. Which looks like a tally mark that's one short of a full tally. Yeah, someone who doesn't know how to do tallies. That's, yeah. what I, that's what my description for it is. Someone who doesn't know how to do tallies. Right, exactly. So it looks like a full tally, like a tally of five, except it's missing one of the vertical lines. So it's three vertical lines and then the one slash. So uh, anything else you want to say about the body here? No, no, not, not, nothing else in particular. I mean, it's it's interesting that the body comes to life at the very end i know zombie series i mean that's i don't know what anyway. to say i have nothing really <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway uh saeed implores her as we already said that this isn't me uh and she calls it in lets him run away so that's uh that's our first three intro- uh, first introduction to each of the main three characters so far maya the only thing i want to say is on the hassan beginning scene um they do. They do the thing where important characters don't have to wear helmets. Did you notice that when they were like the white police and they're coming out? Everyone else has a helmet on except for the two characters that were talking <laughs> to each other, which is that's Hassan really and funny. whoever was in the driver's seat. I was like, oh, they're doing that thing. All right, yep. all right. And yeah, that's really funny. Although I, I wonder, 
because they they're both detectives. Maybe the others are kind of like I don't know. I'm if you want to try justifying it, you can. But by the I, way, I she was had to hold the line. I don't know. I I'd yeah. say she probably would be wanting to wear a helmet. It's not great for <laughs> for um, recording and filming reasons. Yeah, yeah visibility yeah. is just not as yeah. aesthetically pleasing to watch. Totally get why they didn't put the helmet on. But I always yeah. do think it's comical. Where there are moments where they clearly are having them not wear the helmet. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's why it's tough to market football players. A lot easier to market basketball players. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, yeah, no, they, they don't. They don't. They don't. They look a lot more uniform. You're right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like... Football. Football players, you know by their number. Basketball players, you might know their number, but you can tell what they look like. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So, very fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kurt. Well, that's the end of who said it. So, let's move on to the recap. Well, before, since this is the first episode, before the episode even starts, we get the opening titles, which I thought was pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the, the subtitle, the closed caption for it on Netflix was intri- intriguing music. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did want to point out that at the end, when it just says bodies, one of the letters, the O, flips, and you see half of a telephone dial. And of course, we know that the telephone dial came into play quite heavily with Whiteman's story. Mm, okay. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. So I'm going to be on the lookout for this uh, in future episodes. Are we going to see other letters flip and show us parts of the oh, episode that are forthcoming? That'd be uh, really cool, like Ozarkian-esque. Yes, yes. So I do know that in this, because uh, I couldn't get to my remote control before <laughs> the second episode started. <laughs> So, so uh, I do know that it does happen again in the second episode with a different letter and a different symbol. So, uh, okay, I think so that this the, is going to be something to look out for. So, in episode then, one, and that, then I went back and watched the beginning of episode <laughs> one just to see. Oh, yep, that's not what they showed us in episode two. So that's the telephone dial on the O. So anyway, really there we go. That's okay. Yeah. Thank you for letting me know that. I yeah, keep an eye on it because even if you skip the intro, they still show you that. So even if you push the button to skip the intro, you're still going to be able to see which letter it was. So anyway, now, Kurt, we can go through this in the order that the show happened if you want. Or I took a page out of your Lost playbook. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to do this. I'm <laughs> yes. so excited. <laughs> we can go through by character, which I think is the better way to do it here. Yes, but, I agree. I, I, we okay. can do. Yeah, there's not really much overlap. If really, it, there, there's not. Look any. Yes, yes, we can go. The only, character. the only, the only uh, insistence that I have is that we end with Maplewood because that's where the episode ended. So that's fair. Oh, so I get to choose. You can choose. Who do you want to start with? Oh my with? god, this is like the lost <laughs> experience. I've never been on the side of this foot. <laughs> I'm normally righty, but today I'm lefty. Okay. Yes. Uh jeez. I'm having choice anxiety. Which one do I pick? Well, you know what? <laughs> we'll start in the order of chronologically speaking. Um of how we meet actually. Uh, so we'll, we'll start go in the by... past. Let's go eighteen ninety. Okay, yeah. Let's go eighteen ninety. Yeah, we, we can go by year like that, or we can go by the, the order where they we were introduced. But yeah, I, I like the idea of starting in eighteen ninety. So let's do that. So we already mm-hmm. talked about Hillinghead's first scene. Now yes. Hillinghead, uh, and we talked about Hillinghead's second scene too, because that's the interspliced um autopsy. autopsy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are so this was a good pick because we are now three <laughs> scenes in on Hillinghead. So Hillinghead goes to Henry Ash's house or apartment or whatever this is flat i guess because we're in london 
uh, to get <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> to, to get the photos and finds him topless and notices. So uh, we'll, we'll see if that goes anywhere. But anyway, one photo has a man's reflection in it, which is Stephen Graham, by the way. So that is interesting point there. Henry's alibi for where he was and is, is at the time of the body showed up is that he was uh, he's in some photos of men doing romantic things with each other. Mm, it's called which... gross indecency, actually, Mr. Sal. Oh, oh, yep. Okay, I forgot <laughs> about that. So, so yeah. So there we go. Uh, that's that's his alibi, and he would really rather not have someone testify to that because it could, get, you know, the person could get arrested, and he thinks maybe, maybe he can win Helling Hellinghead over to his side. If only he kind of romances him a little bit. He moves in for the kiss. Hillinghead turns him around and cuffs him. And that's not a euphemism. He actually had cuffs him. Yes, it's trust so, the law. That's right. And he arrests him for what was it? What was it? Gross indecency behind Gross closed indecency. doors. <laughs> behind <Yeah>. closed doors. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, terrifying to think about behind closed doors and get arrested for what you do and and so see this is the other interesting thing right i talked Mm -hmm. about earlier with the white man um and pharrell being technically wrong but still got it right that white man's the wrong um, or he's doing wrong killing head i kind of like killing head in terms of he he seems to be really upholding to the law right like this is a cop you want to be a cop Right, they yes, follow the law yes. to a T, but the law isn't what we would want the law to be. It's not like <laughs> as progressive as it That's should be. True. Oh, so, yeah. so now it's like, oh man, I, I, I kind of like the Hillinghead character. He seems really lawful, really good. Yep. But, but I mean, he's arresting <laughs> someone for being homosexual, which is That's right. kind of ridiculous. Behind closed doors. I know, behind closed doors. Gross, gross indecency. Uh, behind door or not, Mr. Sal. 1890s, wow. you're gonna get arrested for it. Oh, he's not turning an eye, right? He'll, no. he'll do it either way. So, wow, yeah, yeah, all right, a little, a little yeah. conflicting about the character, definitely. So, great point, great point. All right, finally, uh, Henry tells Hillinghead that he's wasting both their time and he should just call some lieutenant colonel because that's his alibi he was with the lieutenant colonel's son well that doesn't seem like it's going to go over very well and Hillinghead is very disappointed about it and goes down to the i don't know what's what's the morgue i guess that's yeah, not yeah. the morgue I, all right so we'll call it the morgue goes down to the room, morgue whichever ladbroke appears to recognize the man reflected in the photo but he won't say anything except burn it but Hillinghead will not in fact if Ladbroke doesn't cooperate with him, he'll send it all the way up the ladder to the highest authority. Well, then, yeah, says, says, says Ladbroke, you're dead already. I love <laughs> He's such a swallower. <laughs> he is. He's great. <laughs> like, I'll report great. you for this then. <laughs> that's right. That's sure to work. Okay. Anyway, that's it for Hillinghead. So we'll go, I guess, to 1941. All I want to comment for the Hillinghead stuff is it yep. it might be my favorite per scene of it. Like I, I okay, no, well, it's about equally hit on to the 1940s stuff. Interesting. I don't know. Do you, do you feel it was an even spread throughout the timeline? I think the 2023 <laughs> had the most. Definitely had the most. So, uh, we definitely spent the most time in present day. So between 1890 uh, and 41, I, I think they're relatively equal. 
maybe not. I don't know. I, I feel like I might like 41 a little bit more than 1890, um, only because we're getting those phone calls. Those phone calls are really interesting to me. I, I agree. Mean, that's, so, well, the, the only thing I didn't like about 41 is it all felt much more predictable to me. I mean, I didn't predict the first enough. phone call, but after that, like, you know, all oh, the bombings are starting. Yeah. Oh, and he's doing it. I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, he's getting pulled <laughs> over. Oh, well, surely they won't get hit by a bomb. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, but right, otherwise, of... I think 41. Oh, sorry. Let's yeah. try about 41. All right. So, yeah, speaking of 41, let's get into it. So, we have already, Whiteman has found the body. And so now he sees a girl see him with the body uh, but she runs off now I, I don't know did this did this strike you as anything at all or this is going to come up again later did you think this was just like was this um like a jewish girl in hiding or what did you think no, this I, was? Think it was a, I i figure we're going to see this girl again in some way okay That's yeah I, I, th- I, I think you're probably right but anyway she runs off as he puts the body in his boot, which is what they are calling the trunk. Uh, so if you're British, you say boot. And if you're American, you say trunk, I believe. Yes. Just as he's doing so, an air raid begins. German air raid. The Luftwaffe. So Farrell pulls him over, spews his anti-Semitism, <laughs> and takes the keys to look in the boot. Whiteman pulls his gun because he's got to do something here. But no, he doesn't actually need to do anything because there's an explosion that nearly kills him and does kill Farrell. So he takes off. He limps away. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, Whiteman arrives on that same scene as a detective this time, and he's missing his lighter. Now uh, we I, I neglected. I to did mention, like this. I did. Yeah, like in this his touch. in his first scene, they show him flicking his lighter as kind of a, I don't know. Fidget has a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he uh, he's just doing that, and he tra- he goes to light a cigarette here. He can't because he's missing his lighter. Now he he gets put in charge of the investigation, and he's relieved to find his lighter before anyone else in the car. So now that he's found the lighter, there's no problem. He'll he'll open up that boot and find the body. But back at the station, he tries to dispel rumors about Farrell. After all, he was one of us. This, this feigned affection has to come through. And he gets a phone call again. This time she is not happy about the body being found. and She wants all records destroyed or else. So th- this is interesting, right? So you talk about the fingerprints from the 1890. Yep. Oh, potentially. Yes. Potentially they were stored, Mr. Sal. Ah. And then they were thrown out here. So th- that's ah. what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Hillinghead and this is super speculation here but I, he might actually get close to figuring out the murderer in some way or at least he gets information that can later be yeah. used maybe even white men can figure it out but white men destroys the evidence okay even actually happens but oh i like that i like that I, I would be down for that that sounds good all right that's it for white men though on tonight to uh it's present day 2023 i love 2023 mm, good time totally. to be alive yeah. It feels weird when I see the year written down. I know. I mean, I, me too. It feels futuristic now because we've spent so much time in 1890 and 1941. I know, but it's just now. <laughs> I know. Like I see them sitting at, like, uh, there's a scene where Hassan's, like, sitting at her home and there's, like, a TV yeah. in the background. I'm like, 
Oh, so opulent. So <laughs> right? it's a luxury. I know. <laughs> Instead oh, of dear. like war torn London. I don't know. That's right. That's right. All right. So someone who loves her very much checks Hassan for a concussion because she did get like pistol whipped by Saeed. Yeah. She's lucky that's the worst that happened to her chasing someone <laughs> with a gun. Yep, exactly. Some out-of-jurisdiction, higher-up cop gives her a hard time, but he's lucky she disobeyed her, his orders, actually, because, you know what? Uh, look, see? There, there, it was a good thing I disobeyed your orders. Look, found a body. Her boss seems to be on her side, though. This is Bar- Barber? Is that Barber, yeah. Boss? I, I yeah, call okay. him Barber. Yep. They identify Saeed as the youth, and he, turns out, called his sister Alia. She confirms that the body in the coroner's is the one she found. Then we get the split coroner scene, which is fun, our favorite scene. And the next time we see Hassan, she has made it to her father's birthday party, but is quickly pulled away by Barber. The MRI found no bullets, and he wants her to talk to Saeed's sister, Alia, which she does. Saeed told her that the police would think he killed somebody, but that he actually did not. And Hassan tried defense, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they caught me killing someone. Let me call my sister. Sister, <laughs> I did not kill anyone. I didn't do it. I, didn't I actually do, do believe him, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. Anyway, well, we've already seen this guy dead twice, and it wasn't in two. It was before two thousand twenty-three. So. Yeah, true. Anyway, I don't know why do I keep saying two thousand twenty-three instead of twenty twenty-three. Eighteen twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty-three. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so, so uh, Hassan, in an effort to win over Alia, gives her her own number, and she wants to hear Saeed out, and she wants to bring him in safe. And I believe Hassan. I, I believe that she actually wants this. But back at the party, a kid in a yellow hood stares at her as she returns. Well, then now, Hassan is behind the bus. Ooh. Yeah. Hassan gets a call from Saeed at home. And he summons her to meet right now. And she meets him, despite Barbara's orders to wait. <laughs> she, it's kind of, it's interesting. I, I wish that this worked. Um, she's on the phone. She said, I see him. I see Saeed. I, I'm, I'm going to go in to talk to him. And Barbara says, no, you wait for me to get there. That's an order. She goes, my bad, and hangs up. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Uh, I wish that worked. Anyway, um, she meets him despite Barbara's orders to wait, and she wants him to turn over the gun and come in with her. He tells her that everything they said would happen has. He was instructed to show her the body. She He gets this information out, but then the cops arrive, and they start to fire on him. Hassan tries to get his gun, but... Uh, with a, you know you are loved, he takes his own life. No, sorry, no, no you are loved, not you know yeah. you are loved. So this kind of alludes to some, we already talked about the, the idea that there's some sort of organization cross time, or at least throughout this mm-hmm. whole time, orchestrating this. Yep. Like, is this their go-to to get rid of people? Like, do they just dump a body, probably same markings, and they, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wonder... Do you think these are four different bodies? I don't actually think it's four different bodies, but what if it is four different bodies? That's interesting. That'd be interesting. Like it's I, that thought never thing. even crossed my mind. Well, all options are open right here when you're dealing with perhaps the Illuminati or Freemasons or whatever this is. 
this this reminded me a little of of our um our speculation on outer range so one of the series that we've covered recently folks is outer range on prime a pretty good series kind of a rough season finale but it's coming back for season two so hopefully that'll polish up those edges on that season finale but uh the 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 void you know when we we had initially speculated that you throw the body in the void but then it just becomes you know your problem for a later day or something it comes back later (laughs) so i did have that thought about this body like the body keeps getting thrown into the void and just kind of kicks down the road (laughs) (laughs) oh here uh, find me another 50 years anyway (laughs) Oh yeah, that's interesting. They have a they have a, they have a void of their own. <laughs> oh man, what if they cross universes? Oh, that'd be amazing. But that'd be that'd they're... be a freaky TV series. They both use a really pivotal thing, but yeah. the two sides of it. So like, yes. yeah, there's outer range, throwing yeah. stuff in the void, and then this is them dealing with stuff that gets thrown in the void. That being said, <laughs> listeners, I, I do also want, that. That's not we don't know quite in outer range the void to that extent. Yeah, we're, we're not spoiling anything really. Yeah. So. You should check it out, though. It's, it's, it's. I think it's, I think it's worth a watch, and certainly Definitely. with a season two on the way, it, it should be worth a watch. Anyway, Hassan tries to offer her condolences to Alia, but she just spits at her. Alia is having a, a non-alcoholic drink in a bar, and Hellinghead's photo is hanging in that same bar. She's upset because Saeed seemed scared and didn't want to die. She needs to find out who died, and who gave Saeed that gun. She places her drink down next to her. I don't know who this is. It's her, her lover, her friend. So, I, I don't know who it is. But anyway, places her drink next down next to hers. Remembers seeing two cups on the table when she met with Saeed, and goes and checks the camera footage, and sees that the yellow hooded guy was with Saeed right before she was the same guy who disappeared behind the bus. So I, I wanted to be that. noted that I noticed there were two cups when she sat down with Saeed. So did I. But I, <laughs> I but thought... I thought that you just bought her a drink. Me too. I was like, <laughs> oh, that was nice. You bought her a drink. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Welcomes your dad. That's very welcoming. I know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. And one last scene. Detective Maplewood drives Wait, into a power I, I do, surge. I do want oh, to say ahead, one sorry. other thing on that. I think it would be comical if she went to the footage and he just drank both drinks. <laughs> <laughs> he sat alone and drank two drinks. He just really had to caffeinate that day. Yeah. Well, he just really he really likes that drink. It might as well. <laughs> anyway. That'd be great. All right. We're fast forwarding to 2053, where Detective Maplewood drives into a power surge. There's a reflection on the I'm sorry, the reflected man in the photograph is the man projected on the wall. It's Stephen Graham in both cases. There's an electromagnetic anomaly detected in Long Harvest Lane, which I don't know if that's supposed to give us some kind of hint. I guess this is kind of what I was expecting that, you know, there's some sort of space time rip or something. Uh, and so this, uh, there's always a power surge right before the body appears. So there's an electromagnetic disturbance right there. Maplewood discovers the body, calls it in as a dead body, but nope, he's alive. I'm I'm interested in their depiction for the future, right? This seems maybe dystopian esque. I don't know. There's a there's there's something about that electronic billboard with the oh, yeah. Stephen Graham's. It's almost like he's holding his, his heart, heart or like, something. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like Big Brother or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the the future holds itself. Not really much to say on it, but 
I mean, it's a very. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of love hate this ending for the episode because <laughs> it's it's definitely interesting, right? Oh, we get to see the future yep. finally because I, I knew going to this that there are four different timelines right in the future. So oh, exactly. there's the future finally, and oh oh. You know, the billboard, that's interesting, too. Oh, and the yeah. body's alive. But it just feels like they're trying to manufacture a cliffhanger to get me to watch the next episode. But I mean, that's Netflix. That's, that's Netflix. Netflix so. But honestly, like, yeah. it doesn't feel like that much of a cliffhanger to me. I don't know. I didn't feel that wowed by it. Okay. Uh, did, did you feel really wowed? Oh, yeah. No, I was shocked. I was I was completely shocked when, when he... Uh, <laughs> I feel like I should have been more shocked too. than I was. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I don't want to make it yeah. sound like I saw that coming. I just... I don't know. I was like, all right, well. He's alive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I thought this was a cliffhanger ish ending for sure. But again, that's Netflix. Like they, if you're going to be on Netflix, you better have something right at the end of the episode to make the, the viewer click watch the next episode or just yeah. not click anything because they can't get the remote. Right. And they see the <laughs> exactly. title screen. Exactly. So, and I, and I always kind of, thought we wouldn't cover another netflix series for this reason <laughs> but here we are we're covering a netflix series Excited. So, I, yeah, I guess so i guess all right kurt well you know what i think it's just about time that we check the time ain't no time like a tv time Ah, yes. TV time. TV time, folks, if you don't already know, is an app that I use to track my television watching. So it keeps track of every episode that I've watched. I can tell that I've watched it multiple times if I want. It logs my hours. It tells me, you know, what episode comes next. So it's it's exciting uh, to be able to just open the app and say, oh, yeah, I was on episode six. And even though I rewatched episode two, I'm not actually on episode three, like the streaming service thinks I am. Do you know what I mean? Does that ever happen to you, Kurt? Yeah. Uh, sometimes if I skip around a series or if I don't, like if I click off too soon when yeah. it like, has the credits and then it doesn't think I finished that episode. And then sometimes yep. I sometimes I get a jump. Yeah. Every once in a while, I do get a, an issue where it loses track of which episode I was on. Right. Well, TV Time solves that issue. One of my favorite things about TV Time is that it tells me when my favorite shows are returning from being gone. Uh, we have a series that we're going to be covering this week, A Murder at the End of the World. I'm very excited to start watching it. But at the time that we're recording this episode, I can look at TV Time and know that there are 23 days left before that premieres. So... That's very cool. I tell it when I'm interested in a show and it just tells me how many days left and it'll give me a notification. Hey, it's starting today, which is, which is great. I love that. It's actually my favorite feature of TV time. I don't know if we really ever talk about it, but um, what we, we do talk about and we'll, the reason we have a TV time segment here is because we can give the episode that we just watched a rating on a scale from one to five, which probably should have mentioned at the beginning of the episode that those ratings were out of 10. <laughs> got from one to ten we both gave it an eight Man. out of ten but this we only give give it uh one two three four or five now uh my question for you kurt because i've already done this accidentally <laughs> um <laughs> what do you think the users of tv time have given this episode keeping in mind this is actually very early we are recording this episode only three days after it dropped on netflix 
So probably not even close to as many votes here as there will be by the time you listen to this, listeners. But what do you think the viewers gave this? I I think viewers love this. I mean, it's it's exciting. It's great cinematography. Um, We complain on Tribe Shell characters, but I I think they gave it a five. They did. 62% of viewers and users of TV Time gave this episode a five out of five. Now, you can also tell TV Time what emotions this episode make you feel made you feel, uh, whether that's shocked or amused or confused, tense, sad, thrilled, reflective, touched, all kinds of stuff. We don't really talk about that at Show Hoppers. We don't care <laughs> about little, feelings. Yeah. We don't care, well, I mean, we really do, but well, at least I do, but <laughs> I think you do too. So anyway, uh, but uh, it's a little more random and arbitrary but what we love to talk about is the favorite character of the episode i'm going to take a guess at kurt's favorite character of the episode he's going to take a guess at mine and then we're both well actually i already picked i already put it in so i know who the users picked <laughs> but usually we'll both take a guess at who the users selected as their favorite character for the episode i am going to hmm, boy this is tough we definitely spend the most time with Hassan. So there might be some Hassan bias there. Uh, you already mentioned that you liked the 1890 stuff, maybe a little bit more than the 1941 stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and eliminate Whiteman. Oh, I should tell you who the votable characters are, shouldn't I? You know, that is kind of important. <laughs> so, I didn't think it would be an issue, but we'll see. Yeah. So it's the four detectives, right? Okay. Um, Stephen Graham's character is also a votable character here, but I won't tell you that character's name yet. Henry is a votable character. Um, Polly and Kathleen, but I don't know who they are. Uh, Actually, the rest of these characters, I don't know who they are. So so Henry, the detectives, and Stephen Graham are the ones that I can tell you that I know. I can give you the other names if you want, but I I don't know them. Polly, Kathleen, Gabriel, Agatha, sigh and that's it all right well, well who oh, i haven't taken me? a guess yeah. i haven't yeah. taken a guess for you yet. uh you i mean you kind of gushed about hillinghead throughout this episode but was that sincere or was that misdirection i think it was misdirection i think you actually guessed the son or picked a son can i just say like i i I don't try to trick you for most of these TV tabs, but you make a sound as though well, while I'm talking, I'm I'm plotting for the TV time later today, and I'm I'm or the the, the ratings for the favorite scene, so I'm I'm burying the lead, or sometimes I am, very rarely though. I mean, anyway, more more misdirection, more misdirection. All right, that's fair. No, <laughs> you're just misdirecting me more. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, you said you so you said you like the white men scenes more than the. Hillinghead, so I'm going to eliminate Hillinghead for you, and I think he said white men. Okay. Uh, I did not. I said Hassan. I said white men. You said white men? I did. Yeah. <laughs> See? They couldn't, couldn't predict this. The reason I said white men was he's both Hillinghead and Hassan, I think I kind of got. Like, I think I kind of get them as characters so far. Okay. Okay? Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're following the law Kind of with their moral code of the day, like Hillinghead's pretty dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, he's arresting someone for gross negligence or decency. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, behind closed doors. So yeah, Hassan though, I, I, I don't think either of us disagree with anything Hassan's did, and 
she's really you know i think a morally good character but white men see white men's where the i feel like there's he's he's a morally ambiguous character he's an anti-hero yeah. of the of the three yeah. at least so yeah. that's interesting to me so I'll, I'll give him my favorite character vote even though i felt his story here was a little predictable i i, I like that he's a bit of a swindler so he got my uh, favorite character for this one okay all right, I, I can buy that. I, I, that's I guess... the biggest reason why. I, I didn't feel like we got too much of any one character to really mm-hmm. hammer. Like, oh, we, like, we learned so much about this character, or you know, we learned a lot about how this character operates. We learned a lot about yeah the main character, like an equal amount, I'd say. Yep. Maybe a little bit more about Hassan, and Hassan, I think, does get more interesting stuff about whatever is causing these bodies to be where they, yeah, you know, yeah. However, this is happening, talking to Said and whatnot. Yeah. But, again, white men. I think it could be more interesting. Uh, fair enough. And honestly, and I, I might be falling vic- victim to volume bias, which is, I, I, I just coined that phrase. I think that, I don't think that's, uh, I've never heard that before. Uh, we just get the most Hassan, so I'm picking Hassan. But um, I think, uh, you know, I love morally great characters. I, I, I love them. That's what I live for when I'm watching television. I, I'm not seeing the gray yet in White Men. He's just corrupt <laughs> just corrupt so far but if i start to see that he starts swinging the other way that's right then, then i might swing over to Wayman a little bit more but i guess in my I, head is that if you're if you're a corrupt copy you at least got to do some copying every once in a while <laughs> that's true fair enough <laughs> so that's, that's the morally ambiguous but you are right that you can just be yeah. a corrupt cop and not really be morally ambiguous <laughs> yeah. you're just kind of bad <laughs> yep i'll tell you what though I, if he was votable i might have picked uh ladbroke i really liked him <laughs> his big mustache and his irish accent or scottish accent and the way he so chopped good. that scalp off he's oh, so good corpse yeah so great so good you know uh, so interestingly um steven graham gets four percent of the user vote here so, oh, so you might be a fan favorite here so i like i said he, block. he is he is the most known actor on the show as far as i know so but we you still haven't taken a guess as to what the Oh, you did, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't guess what the people okay. voted for. Guess what Never the people mind. said. My bad. Um, Hassan. You're right. 82%. The volume <laughs> bias. <laughs> Wait, that's a lot of people. 82%. That's a lot. I didn't think it was that clear cut. <laughs> I didn't either. But, but apparently... Well, again... The, there's there's a sample size issue here, too. Because this is only three days after it came dropped on Netflix. So... That's true. That's true. Well, in either case, I'm uh, I'm definitely interested to see where it'll go. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can't say that enough. There's there's sky's the limit, right? They've created, I, and I don't think this is as much of a. This is not like a murder mystery where I think we're going to be solving the case. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any interest in doing yeah, like uh, uh, incident what's, report. What's it, incident report, like we do for only murders in the building. I may or, want to do that for a murder at the end of the world, but that's not for I, this one. And. Speaking of that, listeners, while this is dropping, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Sal, but we're also premiering Murder at the End of the World. Yeah, this week. Oh, what an exciting week. Yeah, yeah it, dro- it drops on FX and Hulu this week. We'll be watching it, recording. Actually, the first two episodes dropped this week. Oh, yeah. And I, th- I, th- I think we're planning on, at least where we are in time right now, we're planning on dropping the first two episodes of a Murder at the End of the World this week i should say our coverage of them fx will drop the first two episodes (laughs) we will drop our coverage of the first two episodes 
Wow. Yeah, great. I'm I'm looking forward to that series. That's uh created by Britt Marling and Saul Batmanjil. Batman Gil, Batman Jill. I don't know how to say his last name. Anyway, uh they created the OA, which was I I really enjoyed the OA and was really disappointed that it got yanked off of Netflix. Um they they left it. I mean, nah, talk about a cliffhanger ending. They left that on a major cliffhanger, and we will never revisit that, which is unfortunate. But uh this is uh this is their new series. Britt Marling is also in it as she was in the OA. Uh, and Clive Owen. I love Clive Owen. So I'm very excited to see this series. Well, what episode's next week for bodies? For bodies? Yeah. Okay, the title of the next episode is Do You Know Who I Am? You're Mr. Sal. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> but I bet I bet it's Stephen Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we're going to see Stephen Graham next week. That's the one prediction the I'll make about next episode. <laughs> So Stephen Graham is going to say something next week. <laughs> or not next week. <laughs> next episode. Next episode. It's already, it's already out. out. Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah. watch all of the listeners. That's right. But our coverage so. will be next week. So thank you. Yes, exactly. Uh, in the meantime, um, I mean, I guess there's not much to wait for. We got a lot of stuff coming out right now. But if you do want to go back into our back catalog, we've got tons of stuff. We've got the last season of Better Call Saul. We've got sporadic episodes of Black Mirror. We've got all of Centaur World, all of Chernobyl, all of Dexter New Blood, all season one of The Last of Us, because season two hasn't come out yet. Uh, the all of the leftovers, all of Lost, which we've already talked about, all of Mrs. Davis, all season one of The Old Man. We're waiting on season two. All for all of the first three seasons of Only Murders in the Building. We've got season one of Out of Range, waiting on season two. We've got all of Ozark. We've got season one of Russian Doll, season one of Shrinking, waiting on season two. All of Watchmen and the first two seasons of The White Lotus as we wait for season three. So that is a huge amount of stuff in our back catalog. You got space on your phone now, honestly. Just download, download it stuff. all. Yeah. It's just, it's just that, that's like so much. I don't know if you've noticed it, Kurt, or not, but like I, I remember when space on my phone was a big problem. I do remember I, that as I, well. I do not have that problem anymore. <laughs> I, well, really, what jumped that problem was when I feel when you got smartphones. Well, no, even with smartphones, early smartphones, I was like, oh my no, god. No, that's I'm what all... I mean. That's that's where yeah. I saw, saw the problem of having yes. space. Old flip phones, space wasn't no. a problem. <laughs> no, it wasn't a problem. There was nothing to hold. But now. <laughs> Now it was it, it had been a problem until I would say until like the last maybe two generations of smartphones. Wouldn't you say? I, I would say from when I got my last so twenty for me like twenty eighteen twenty nineteen space stopped being an issue for me on phones. All right, cool. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> I hope it's an, not an issue for our listeners either, so that they can go download our entire catalog. That might be, be great. <laughs> that <laughs> That's a big entire catalog. <laughs> We're talking over 350 episodes, averaging over an hour a piece. That's a lot. <laughs> but, you know, just delete them after you listen to them. Download them. And then Download listen. them now. And, yeah. And then, yeah. And then listen and then delete. You like, know, imagine if you get stuck somewhere without Wi Fi. So you got you to gotta have could a downloader. situation. Yeah. It could be. You got to have your show hoppers. <laughs> got to have your show hoppers. That's right. That's right. Anyway, uh, when you do download them and listen to our back catalog, go ahead and give us five-star ratings and reviews. We, we really do appreciate that. It does help us grow the podcast, as does, and even more so, sharing the podcast with people you know. So put it out there. Put it on social media. Let people know about it. Email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> 
If you email us about bodies, it is highly unlikely that anything's going to make it on the show. <laughs> We're going to record this well in advance. <laughs> yes, but if you want to watch along with us for Murder at the End of the World, we're recording those as the episodes drop, so we can get your stuff onto uh, onto the podcast. Well, we love it if you write to us anyway. You know, we'll we'll reply back. Oh, and we do. Yeah, we we enjoy doing that. So, and you know, honestly. We love everything about you, listener, so know that you are loved. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.